You are listening to the Auditory Entertainment's production of Good Ghost by Wireless Cooper. Originally aired on the Quiet Please radio broadcast series. Performed by Miranda Johnson and Ryan Johnson. If you enjoy this performance, please subscribe, leave a comment, or a review. I never did anything wrong in my life. And that's why I was so upset when Schuster murdered me. I'm just standing there, minding my own business, and Schuster pulls out this cannon and goes, boom. And I say, ouch, and I'm lying there. And he walks away, down Lake Street towards Michigan Avenue. Yeah, yeah, right there, on the corner of Lake and Wabash at a quarter after one in the morning. Ouch, I says. And I just laid there. After a while, I got up and walked away. I was all mixed up. Guess I didn't realize I was dead, because I walked over to Randolph Street and started up the escalator. But something stopped me, like a rope or something across the bottom of the stair step. And I couldn't get up. So I looked around to see what it was, And it was nothing. There was a voice speaking kinda in my ear. You can't go up there, Gus. That's what the voice said. And there wasn't anybody there. I looked. So I said, well, all right. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So I walked over to State Street and down the subway stairs. You know what? I couldn't go down there either. There was this same voice whispering in my ear. You can't go down there, Gus. Well, I said, where am I gonna go? I didn't hear an answer to that. So, I put one foot in front of the other, and you know what I did? I walked. And for the first time in my life, for the first time, my feet didn't hurt. So I said, that's one consolation for being a ghost. Your feet don't hurt. Well, I was bewildered, see. I walk and I walk and I walk, and pretty soon it's about five o'clock in the morning, and I'm out in Logan Square. And I said to myself, why, Schuster lives around here someplace, don't he? And I'm in Schuster's house. See, I was a pretty new and inexperienced ghost then. Shoot, if I'd have known I wouldn't have had to walk all the way to Logan Square, I, uh, could have just flew or whatever it is I do. But I've learned now. I'll tell you about it later. Well, like I said, there I am in Schuster's house. Well, you didn't know Schuster, did you? He was lying there on the bed. Pretty good-looking fella in a kind of pudgy way. He was laying there, snoring, his hand hanging over the bed and I never thought I just went over and took a hold of his hand. And I said, Schuster, hey, Schuster, hey, Schuster, wake up. Who's that? Wake up, Schuster, it's me. What? Who's that? Gee whiz, Schuster, it's bad enough to murder a guy. You gotta go scare the life out of him, too. Somebody had hold of my hand. It was me. A, a cold hand. It was me, I told you. Who, who's that? Me, Schuster. It's Gus. Gus? Gus? 
Gus? You awake now? Y you you get away from me. You're dead. Yeah, I know it. I, I I'm asleep. I'm I'm dreaming. No, you're not, Schuster. I I'm I'm hearing things. Oh, why did I knock him off? Hey. Huh? Why did you knock me off? Is that really you, Gus? Yes, it is. Did you come to haunt me? No, not especially. I was just wondering, why did you shoot me? I I'm gonna turn on the lights. There ain't nobody here. I, I had a nightmare. There. See? You chump. There ain't nobody here. I'm here. Gus? I, uh, I hear you. What, what do you want? I told you. Why did you kill me? Will you go away if I tell you? Well... It was on account of Ada. Ada? Yeah, Ada. Will you go away now and leave me? Schuster, is your intentions toward Ada honorable? Why, why sure, Gus. Hmm. Where are you going now? Move over, Schuster. I want to do a little thinking. Schuster, he put his head underneath the covers and shriveled up all night into a knot. And I thought, and I thought. He kept shivering and shaking the bed, and pretty soon I went to sleep. And when I awoke, Schuster was gone. So, I got to thinking about Ada. Gee whiz, Ada was cute. I sure did like Ada. Ada always wore her hair in a pompadour. And her hair was so black, and her eyebrows were so cute, and she always smelled so nice. Gee, Ada. <laughs> I always thought Ada liked me, too. And when I got a couple bucks, we used to take Ada out to the Trianon, and we'd dance and dance. She was about three or four inches taller than me, but we danced all right together. And that's where Schuster ran into us, at the Trianon. I never thought Ada would fall for Schuster. Funny how you're always the last one to find out. I thought she liked me. I never even had a chance to be jealous of Schuster. But I sure did like Ada. I was thinking about the time Schuster drove us out to the forest preserve. Ada and me. The three of us had a picnic. Weenies. And she made potato salad. And we had a swell time. And then I remember... I didn't notice it then. She kept sitting next to Schuster all the time. Well, I thought as I was laying there on Schuster's bed, I'm too late. If Ada likes Schuster, well, all I can do is try to help him out. Schuster, well, I could do without him. But Ada, I want her to be happy. And thinking about it, all of a sudden, I'm in Ada's apartment, and Schuster's there with her. And Ada's crying a little bit. Well, it sure is too bad, Ada. He was a nice little fella. I can't. I can't hardly believe he's dead, Schuster. Well, he is. I'll say I am. What? Uh, I didn't say nothing. I, uh, I thought you did. Oh, poor little fella. To go so sudden. <laughs> yeah, too bad.
Gee whiz, Schuster, you done it. I was so fond of him. <laughs> I know you was, Ada. Now, now I'm all alone in the world. Ah, <laughs> no you ain't, Ada. I'm here. Sure, Ada, he's here. Oh, Schuster, I'm so lonesome. Oh, Ada. Put your head on my shoulder, Ada, honey, and let us weep together. Oh, Schuster. And so, she put her head onto Schuster's shoulder. But, gee whiz, he didn't weep. He kissed her. So I come away. I mean, after all, how much can a guy take, huh? Well, so it looks like it's on the up and up. And besides... What could I do? I'm dead. So I sit down at the bench in Lincoln Park, and I think. Funny, them concrete benches? Used to feel cold when I sat down on them, but now they don't feel cold anymore. I guess it's because I'm a ghost. Well, I figure I have to talk to Schuster again. Well, I mean, I figure I have to help him out. Well, help Ada out, I mean. I don't want Ada to go around being unhappy. So, if her and Schuster's gonna get married, well, the least I can do is give them a hand. I mean, I know Schuster hasn't got a quarter. And there's ways a guy in my position can help, see? I don't know how I knowed it. But it's true. A ghost can do pretty nearly anything if he works it right. So, I wait till night, and I start to walk out to Logan Square. And then... I remember, I don't have to walk. And zing, I'm in Schuster's room. Schuster's sitting there, thinking, and I say, Schuster, hey, Schuster. He don't give me a tumble, but I can see his eyes moving, looking round the room. Hey, Schuster, I say again, I want to talk to you. And you know what he done? Help! He jumped out the window, ran away down the fire escape. Well, I'm so surprised, I can't even follow him out of the window. You know what? That Schuster, he was the hardest guy to haunt ever. And look, I didn't want to do nothing. All I wanted was to help Ada. So what if he did shoot me? That's over, but I gotta help Ada. Heck, I loved Ada, see? Couple nights later, I seen him get in his car. I run and I run, and I got in alongside him. And I figure, this is fine. We're all alone in the car. And then, I begin to worry. If I say something while he's driving, he'll probably wreck the car. So, I wait until we're stopped at the light by Diversity and Lincoln Park. We're standing still, so what can happen, right? So I put my hand on top of his gear shift, and I say, Hey, Schuster. And bam, crash, boom, bounce. And he takes his foot off the clutch, and we're through a high iron fence, and the car's upside down. Schuster's got a sprained ankle. Gee whiz, I said. I'm a heck of a ghost. But he's laying there, and I think... This is a good time to talk to him before the ambulance comes. 
We couldn't move, but he sure could faint. And while he's laid up with this uh, ankle of his all bandaged up, Ada comes and sees him. And the way she puts her arm around him and kisses him, and I says, this is no place for me. So I come away again. I, I couldn't take it. But that only made it worse. I should talk to him and see what I can do for Ada. And him. So after a while, he's well. And I see him and Ada every once in a while. And he treated her like, well, gee whiz, the way I wish I could have treated her. And she ate it up. Well, one night, Schuster goes into a movie. I saw the movie before. You got a lot of time on your hands when you're a ghost. Usually, you can get in the movies free. I followed him inside. And while they was running the previews, I lean over close to him. And I says, Schuster. Gee whiz, he went up like a balloon. People was hollering, and he was hollering, and ushers came, and the cops, and they drug him away. You know what the upshot of all that was? He kept hollering to the cops that he was haunted, and they thought he was, uh, touched in the head. So they put him in a wagon and took him out to the psychopathic ward for observation. Me, I sure made a mess out of things, didn't I? And all I'm trying to do was be a good guy. A good ghost, I mean. So, come evening, out to the psychopathic ward I go. Boy, what a place. And I hunt high and low for Schuster till it's about uh, two o'clock. Then I hear a kind of goggle. I think it's familiar, and I go through the little door, and oh boy... There he is, in a straitjacket. <laughs> well, for pity's sake, Schuster, I said. Look, stop it, Schuster. I ain't gonna hurt you. Go away. Schuster, listen to me. Go away. Schuster, don't. Carrying on like that, you're gonna bust something, man. <sighs> now, listen, Schuster. <laughs> listen to me. I ain't mad. Ain't you? Nah, Schuster, I ain't mad at all. I want... You don't want to kill me? What? To kill me. Kill ya? Yeah. Kill me. Nah, Schuster. All I want to do is help ya. Help! Don't, Schuster. Somebody will hear ya. Oh, oh, yeah. Look, I'm only allowed to kill one person, see, Schuster? Me? Nah. You ain't allowed to kill the fella that killed you, see? I can only knock off one fella. And he has to be a bad fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're kind of bad, but you can't be all bad, Schuster, or else Ada wouldn't love you. Does Ada love you? Yeah. And do you love her? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't kill me. What? Please. Listen, I said I wasn't gonna kill you. I just want to help you. Yeah? A ghost can do a lot of things, Schuster. Yeah? You need money, Schuster? Mm-hmm. You're broke? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't marry Ada without money. Yeah. I'll get you the money. Yeah? I'm not kidding. Only will you promise to marry Ada as soon as you get the money. Mm-hmm. Well, I says okay then. And I reached over and patted him on the forehead. And he heaved himself up and the gag came out of his mouth. <coughs> 
Help! Help! Somebody let me out of here! Please help! So, I have to start all over again. I stuff the thing back in his mouth and all he can say is gurgle, gurgle, and I lay it all out to him again. He was bound and determined that I was going to knock him off. He must have had a guilty conscience or something. But it was daylight when I finally sold him the bill of goods. Look, I kept saying. It's Ada I'm thinking of, I says. I want Ada to be happy. I have to help you if I'm going to help Ada, can't you see? And it was like I said, broad daylight when I took the gag away from him again. And I was all ready to put it back in, but... Okay, Gus. Okay, I, I believe you. You gotta believe me. But you gotta remember, if you hurt me, you'll be hurting Ada, Gus. I know it, Schuster. Why else would I go to all this trouble? Heck, Schuster, I loved Ada. And he just looked at me funny, and I said, Okay, I'll meet you at Rolo's next Wednesday night. And I come away. Rolo's. I don't suppose you ever been there, huh? Gambling joint. I used to go there every once in a while, when I was alive. Pick up a couple of dollars shooting craps or something. Schuster goes there a lot, too. I'm standing by the wheel when Schuster comes in. I'm just standing there. Of course, Schuster can't see me when he comes up. He stood there, looking a minute. Rolo gave him a hello. Hello, Schuster. Hi, Rolo. Get your bets down, gents. Schuster, you gonna play? Seventeen. What'd you say? I said, you gonna play. Get your money down. I said, seventeen. Five on seventeen. All bets down. That's all, gents. I let it spin a minute. Then I put my finger on the seventeen, and I stopped it. Seventeen. Here you are, Schuster. Get your bets down, gents. Four. Four. A hundred dollars. All bets down. Spin the wheel. Round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. The heck nobody knows. I know. She stops on four. Four. Well, nice going, Schuster. Yeah, it is nice, ain't it? Eleven, Schuster. Eleven. Five hundred dollars. Take it easy, Schuster. That was an awfully short spin, Rolo. What are you beefing about? It stopped on eleven, didn't it? Hey, Schuster. What? Ain't you got enough? Enough? Enough to marry Ada. You won three times. Aw, oh, come on, Gus. Let's not quit yet. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. A thousand bucks. At four o'clock in the morning, Rolo announced the bank was busted. Schuster took every dime in the joint. Well, Schuster with me to help. And he went out of that place with money sticking out of every pocket. And his hat. Hey, Schuster, I said. Gus, you're terrific. I'm set for life. No, you ain't set for life, Schuster, I said. At least not yet you ain't. You forgot about Ada? Ada? Oh, yeah, Ada. This dough was to get married on, Schuster. Remember? 
Oh, yeah. What do you know? <laughs> Pretty near forget about a hater. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> and so, two days afterwards, Schuster and Ada drove over to Crown Point to a little justice of the peace. And they get married. Gee whiz. It was a happy day. Ada sure looked pretty with her pompadour and her new dress from Carson's. And her eyes shining. She was nervous and cute. Even Schuster looked pretty good in a double-breasted green suit. I got sentimental and I, uh, I kinda bawled standing there watching him. Only, of course, nobody knowed I was there. And I thought, gee, that might have been me, maybe. I do. Only it's too late. The least I can do is see that she has everything she wants. I do. I can do that on account of I'm a ghost. I can do practically anything. There's Ada, looking all pink and about to burst, she's so happy. And Schuster holding his arms out to her and the old JP grinning too, looking at the hundred dollar bill. I couldn't help it. I step up real close. And... Ow! What's the matter, honey? I... I felt something cold on my cheek all of a sudden. Well, it was only me kissing the bride. I love you, Ada. Oh, sure. They was happy as bumblebees. I never went to their house. I would never intrude on their privacy. I used to meet Schuster once in a while, and I'd say, Schuster, how's it going? Oh, fine, Gus. Fine. Swell. Gus, <laughs> Ada's very happy. And I always felt glad and happy about it. Then, one day, I meet Schuster, and I ask him the same question. And uh, he kind of stutters and stammers a minute, and then says, uh, uh, Well, uh, look, Gus, Ada, she wants, a, she wants a mink coat. Then why don't you get her one? I'm not holding, Gus. I made a couple of bad investments. So, Schuster and me... We busted the bank at Rolo's again. And Rolo, he wasn't very happy about it, but, uh, what could the man do? It was his business, wasn't it? And Ada was happy, I figured. Schuster hit me again when the Arlington race season started. Say, hey, Gus, can you do anything about horses? Like what? You know. What's the matter? You broke again? No, but I'd, uh, kind of like to get a new car for Ada. A goat by the name of Lollipopsy came in at 134 to 1. And I nearly wore myself out, flagging down the other horses. Schuster had $200 on Lollipops' nose. Gee whiz, I said. Ada should get two cars. So one day, Schuster says hi to me. I was always around because uh, there was no place for me to go. I kept trying the subway and the escalator, but... No soap. I was stuck. So, I stayed within calling distance. Gee whiz. Ada was awful nice. 
So anyway, Schuster says to me, Say, Gus. What? You know about the sweepstakes? Yeah. Well. What? I got a ticket. Gee whiz, Schuster. Well, Ada wants a house in Lake Forest, and that casts bucks. Well, that neighborhood was a really nice place. But sorting through all those ticket stubs to find double B, 46, 37, 28, 29 was quite a job of work. But it was $110,000. You can buy quite a joint in Lake Forest for that kind of moolah. I thought, oh boy, Ada's doing all right. And I'm glad even if Schuster is getting to be kind of a pain in the neck. Hey. Ever think of the stock market, Gus? Nah. Ooh, that's where a guy could really clean up. Or lose his shirt. <laughs> Not with my little mascot. Not with my little palsy wowsy Who's that? You. Me? Sure. Well, I, uh, I don't know. Gus, you can do anything. Well, I, uh... Ada wants to go to Mexico for the summer. Well... Oh boy, a million dollars. Gus, let's get another million. Another million? What for, for pity's sake? Uh, why, uh, for, for Ada, Gus. Uh, her birthday's tomorrow. I forgot that. I used to buy a box of fancy chocolates, like the ones you get at the department stores. Now... I forgot a birthday. Gee whiz. Well, first I went over to LaSalle Street, and I went up to the stock exchange. And I sent consolidated uh, something or other up 181 points. Then I said to myself, I just gotta see Ada on her birthday. See how happy she is with her mink coat and her new automobile. I'll bet it's a Rolls Royce. And a house in Lake Forest. No, no, she's in Mexico, I thought. But I'll say happy birthday in Mexico, even if she won't hear it. And so... She wasn't in Mexico. I looked all over Lake Forest, and there wasn't any Schuster living there. And then I just thought, Ada. I want to see Ada. And I was right alongside her. Ada didn't have any mink coat. She didn't have any automobile. She was living in a flat on Taylor Street. And there wasn't any heat in the house. And there wasn't anything to eat either. She was laying on a cot. And I hardly even recognized her. <sighs> the pompadour was all stringy and kind of dirty gray. And her eyes... She had a black eye. She was sick. She was hungry. She was lonesome. She was pretty close to dying. How do you like that? My Ada. And Schuster. The wheel. The horses. The sweepstakes. The stock market. A million dollars. I kissed Ada. And Ada knowed I was there. Ada spoke my name. Gus? Gus. 
Ada laid back on the cot and cried some more. I couldn't take that. Gee whiz, I come away. Schuster was in Rolo's. Did I tell you? Rolo had some very tough customers around. I went up to Schuster and said, Schuster! Schuster, I said. Rolo wants to see you in his office. I'm busy, Gus. Better go on in, Schuster. There's something for you in there. Is there? Go see. So, Schuster went on in, and I after him. Hey, Rolo, what do you want? Hey, Rolo! Rolo! Rolo? He's dead, Schuster. Get me out of here! Nah! Listen, Gus! Look at that knife in his back, Schuster. <gasps> that, that's my knife. Got your name on it. I, I, I didn't do it. I know you didn't, but they'll think you did. Who? Who'll think I did it? Ed Art, that big guy with the crowbar. Saul slice him up. Harvey half-tongue. But I, I didn't do it, I said. I know. I done it, Schuster. Yeah. Sure. Remember. I told you I was allowed to knock off one guy. One bad guy. But... No! Rolo was an awful bad guy, Schuster. So are you, for that matter. Those guys liked Rolo an awful lot, Schuster. No telling what they'll do to the guy they think killed him. Let me out of here! Gus! The door's locked from the outside, Schuster. The door's locked? And the tough boys are coming. Oh, Gus, please. Gus, please, let me go. Can you pray, Schuster? Gus, please help me. <laughs> Not to me, Schuster. Gus, please, Gus. Not to me. Gus, Gus. And I walked out, just as the tough guys, Rolo's buddies, started hammering on the door. I could still hear Schuster crying and moaning in there. And you know what? Out there in the big room, there was a set of stairs I'd never seen before. I started up the stair step, and there wasn't anybody to stop me. I climbed up and up and up, and the stairway went right on up ahead of me. And there was someone at the top of the stairs, with a black pompadour and shining eyes. Why, I'm not such a bad ghost after all. Am I? This concludes the Auditory Entertainment's production of Good Ghost by Wireless Cooper. Originally aired on the Quiet Please radio broadcast series. If you have a suggested story in the public domain or an original work you'd wish to hear performed, please leave a comment or contact us at auditoryentertainments at gmail.com. You can also visit us at auditoryentertainments.com. Thank you for listening.